All right, who loves a summer barbecue as much as I do? Listen, if you want to impress everyone with some super yummy dishes, you need ButcherBox in your life. ButcherBox is my go-to subscription box that delivers high-quality meat and seafood to your door with free shipping always. And I'm talking high-quality cuts at an amazing value. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. We are saving so much money every month with ButcherBox over going to the grocery store and buying meat and seafood and saving a lot of time. But get this, last month we saved nearly $200. I also love that ButcherBox curates these tips and recipes that are based on your box so you know what to cook. I made the most amazing steak with a basil sauce the other night. And oh, let me tell you, my friends all raved at how amazing it tasted. I'm definitely going to be pulling that recipe out. If you want great meat and seafood in your life, you need ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com etm and use code etm at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year, plus get $20 off. Again, that's butcherbox.com etm and use code etm. Hi, I'm Karina Bemisterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right. Daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines. So why not add it to yours? Stream Morning Cup of Murder everywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking three innovative ways to afford your down payment with Loftium, Landed, and Unison. And ask Shauna, how in the world do we actually grow our down payment savings? Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. You know what, Millennial Money here, we don't feel like we're just podcasters and you're just podcast listeners. We really feel like we're a community, a tribe, a group of people who are, you know, sort of banded together to help us all, I think, achieve our dreams. You know, I'm just as much on a journey as you guys are that are listening. And I think that's what makes it really exciting. But, you know, we not only want to thank you for being part of this community, we also want to reach out to you. You know, we've been asking for Ask Shauna questions, and I've just been flooded with so many amazing, amazing questions. 
But we also are working on a really important project, and we'd love for you to share your own money story, your own money journey with us so we can connect on a deeper level. This information is going to stay, of course, completely confidential, and we'll contact you prior to sharing any of your stories, so you don't have to worry about that. And it's a completely judgment-free zone, so you can feel free to let your story fly. But we want to know what your journey has been like, you know, the good stuff, the not good stuff, the success stories, the places where you're still struggling, um, all of that information, as much as you want to share, we would absolutely love to hear from you. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. If you want to share your story, please go over to that link, share your story. We'll reach out to you, contact you, and, you know, find ways where we can we can help you, where we can help you on this journey or where we can celebrate you where you're at. So again, the link will be in the show notes and I just, I'd love to hear from as many of you as humanly possible. So don't feel like uh, you're embarrassed to share your story. Again, it's all completely confidential. So before we move into the podcast episode, uh, we have an Ask Shauna question today from Caitlin and it's very much in line with what our episode is about today. So I thought, you know, this this worked really well together, right? Uh, so Caitlin says, Hey, Shauna, love your podcast. I started listening when my husband and I decided to get serious about our financial planning in our first few months of marriage. I'm wondering if you have tips on investing for a home down payment. We're aiming to buy a home in the next five to 10 years, so it would be a relatively short-term investment. We have around $50,000 and aim to put another $1,000 a month towards our down payment fund. We live in currently and hope to buy a home in a high housing price market, so we estimate we'll need around $150,000 to $200,000 as a down payment. Ouch. (laughs) Any tips on how to make our savings grow faster given our short time frame and our low risk constraints? Thank you. Great question, Caitlin. I've received the same question from a bunch of you who have written into the podcast. So hopefully with this episode and with a few tips, at least you can feel like you're you're pointed in the right direction. And you know, although you have an awesome base savings, Caitlin, you obviously have, you know, ways to go. And I think the hard thing is there aren't really any you know, great secret tricks to growing your your down savings faster. You know, some of the companies that we're going to talk about on this podcast episode definitely can be a resource for you. One of them might, you know, be a fit for you. But, you know, really focusing any funds that you have towards your down payment. And, you know, I know when I was saving to buy my first house, it really was about giving up short-term things for long-term, you know. So, We stopped taking a couple of trips. We were really focused on where our money was going so that, you know, we could save as much money as possible. And unfortunately, that's not something that a lot of people like to do because let's face it, we don't want to give up stuff that we like to do, even if we know that, you know, our goal is to buy a house. It's just kind of how we're hardwired as humans. But, you know, it's thinking about, okay, what can you do today that's going to help you get a little bit closer towards that goal? And also not looking at like, okay, we have to save an extra hundred or $200,000. That number is just so huge. It will completely intimidate you. So really thinking about, you know, how can we break this down into little manageable chunks? And then, you know, because your down payment savings needs to be in a low risk investment, obviously, because you know, you don't want that money to go away in the stock market. So, you know, you could potentially look at something like a CD. You're not going to earn that much interest. You know, obviously a high yield savings account is a great place to to stick that money. Um, you could put it in a very, very low risk 
um, IRA or Roth, depending on if you qualify, that might be an option. But again, that makes me a bit nervous if you had all of your money in the market that you're saving for your down payment, because, you know, there's so many things that happen. Uh, so I'll just talk through a few uh, kind of bits with you. So I had a client who a few years ago was having trouble saving for their down payment. And what they actually decided to do was to buy a house in a lower priced market and they used it as an investment property. And, uh, you know, in a year or two, they actually had equity in that investment property. They had a renter, they had equity in that investment property, ended up refinancing, taking the equity out and then using that as their down payment to help fund their down payment towards their dream house. Again, I'm oversimplifying it, but hopefully you get the concept. You know, sometimes it's about thinking outside of the box a little bit when it comes to affording your down payment, especially in a really, really high priced market. Like I said, one of the companies that are on the podcast episode today, they might resonate with you, but they might not. And that's totally fine. You know, if you end up not being a fan of those methods, here are a few other things to think about. Um, I, you know, I don't know is, is an option of getting some funds from a parent or grandparent possible, whether it's a gift or maybe it's even a loan. You know, where is your money going each month? Are you really tracking your expenses to see if you could carve out any extra money? Even, you know, if it's a few hundred bucks a month, that's something. What are your 401k contributions? What do those look like? You know, um, some people think about maybe backing off those contributions for a short period of time just to boost your savings. Again, there are lots of pros and cons to that. So, you know, you want to think about that. Um, there's lots of pros and cons from borrowing from your 401k. If that's something you're thinking about, you're definitely going to know the terms, the interest rate, all of those sorts of things that are associated. I don't know if you have a Roth or IRA, but you can take up to $10,000 each penalty-free from one of those to put towards your down payment. So, you know, it's really about finding all these little different buckets of money. And, you know, if you start compiling those different buckets, usually they start adding up faster towards your down payment. But there's really no secret way other than just really managing your expenses, really figuring out, are there things we can give up in the short term? Are there ways that we can do what we're doing better so that we can drive as much money as we can every single month into our savings for our down payment? All right, so let's start talking about these companies today because hopefully you're intrigued if you're listening to this episode. Uh, like I said, we have our three companies, Loftium, Landed, and Unison, that are really pioneering or reinventing, I think, how you afford the down payment. And we're going to hear from all three companies in this episode. And with all three companies, you know, you still need to qualify for a home loan. So that means you need a really good credit score. And in the land of credit score, you're definitely looking for 700 plus. But if you could be 720, 740 plus, that's going to give you your dream scenario as far as interest rate, which is really important because even a point difference in an interest rate, let's throw out a point, let's take a quarter point difference in interest rate over a 30 year period of time or however long you live in the house, that could be a lot of money and you have way better things to do with that money than to pay extra just because your credit score isn't as good. So, you know, if you're thinking about buying a house and your credit score isn't where you want to be, start there, start focusing on bettering your credit score. And then also, you know, having a low debt to income ratio, which is that your all of your debts, every debt that you pay, I'm talking uh, whether it's your car loan, your student loans, your credit cards, your, 
all your housing, whatever that new mortgage payment would be, that that is under 40% of your gross monthly income. The lower the score, the better, the lower the percentage, I should say, the better you're off you're going to be just because you have more cushion room when you buy your house so that you're not panicked when something happens and you've, you know, spent all your money on the down payment and you don't have any money to fix something when the dishwasher breaks down on like Thanksgiving because I have had that happen (laughs) and it was really expensive and it was a lot of money and certainly not something I had prepared for or like my pipes, I had to have all of my pipes replaced and that was like $25,000. Well, I didn't have just like $25,000 sitting around. So the point is, is that it can be really, really expensive. So you still need to qualify to afford a home loan in all of these situations. But what all of these companies are doing are offering you an interesting way to buy a house. So first we're going to hear from Loftium and think of this as Airbnb to your dream home. So Loftium is using one of the most innovative companies we know, Airbnb, to build their company and help you afford your home. So before we hear from them, just a quick word from our sponsors. I'm so excited to welcome our new sponsor, Beachbody On Demand. Seriously, I have been using Beachbody On Demand for well over a year on my own because I wanted to be able to work out at home and when I travel. This was really important to me, but I wanted to have access to workouts anytime during the day through my computer, my phone, my web-enabled TV, really anywhere I was because my schedule can be all over the place. And of course, I wanted something that was affordable too. And I have been so happy with the results. I've not only lost weight, which is a plus, of course, right? But I've also been able to sleep better and I feel so much stronger throughout the day, which makes me feel alive. And you you know, you may have heard of some of the Beachbody brands like P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, which is one I love, and 3 Week Yoga Retreat, which is my new favorite. But they have workouts for any level and they range from 10 minutes to over an hour. So depending on how much time I have, there's a workout for me. And it's not just workouts with Beachbody. They have a ton of nutritional content, workout guides, etc. So it's really become my one-stop shop for health and fitness goals. Whether you're a serious athlete looking to shake it up and try new workouts or just starting to work out on your own, give this service a try. Right now, listeners can get a free trial membership when you text my money, no spaces to 30 30 30. You get full access to the entire platform for free. Again, just text my money to 30 30 30. When we were looking to hire our first employee at Millennial Money, we had no idea where to look to find good candidates for the job, and we ended up wasting so much time and money, and we didn't find a good employee after all that time. It was ridiculous. Then we found ZipRecruiter, and we were just amazed at how easy the hiring process became. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for. They identify the people with the right experience and then they invite them to apply for the job. They did all the hard work for us. I don't know why we were wasting our time. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Guys, we spent weeks trying to find the right person and we were unsuccessful. So one day is like magic to our ears. The right candidates are out there and ZipRecruiter is how you find them, whether you're just building your business or you're a more seasoned business owner. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. You know, I love that word. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash my money. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash my money. 
So I am so excited to talk about Loftium today. And Yifana, I know that this is something that you are super passionate about. Um, I have been on the Loftium website countless times now and really just piqued my interest on even just your mission statement, you know, get a down payment, Airbnb a spare room and afford your dream home. It sounds so easy. Tell us a little bit about how Loftium started. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much, Shauna. Um, so uh, Loftium started from my own personal experience buying my first home in Seattle um, and then starting to rent out the extra bedrooms. Um, the income from one bedroom on Airbnb was almost enough to cover my entire mortgage. Um, and that just made me think, you know, I struggle with a down payment. Um, most of my friends are struggling with a down payment in expensive cities. Um, if you can Airbnb a room and have this great income, why don't we tap into that to help people? People get into the home in the first place. Yeah, and I think that's so cool because you're, you know, an innovative company, and you're using another innovative company <laughs> um, that you know is very popular to help propel your company. And I just think that's that's so. It just feels so fresh and so new, and such a new way to look at you know a real classic problem of being able to afford your down payment. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I think um, people who get it um, think that Loftium is a no-brainer. And then other people are like, wait, what? You're combining Airbnb with down payments? That's so out of the box. <laughs> but I mean, it makes total sense, right? You're buying this home um, in the city. It's expensive, but it has all this income potential in it. But you can't really get into that home or tap into any of that income potential, not to mention you know, appreciation and equity um, building until you have that down payment. Yeah. So let's walk through, uh, kind of roll up our sleeves, dig in a little bit. Let's walk through the process. You know, what does somebody need to know about, you know, how they could apply for Loftium to figure out whether this would be a fit for them or not? Yeah. Um, so Loftium, we make it as easy as possible to apply, um, Basically, you sign up on our website, um, and it's really simple. Um, it should take you less than five minutes. Um, and uh, the main step, next step is to get pre-approved with our partner lender, which is Umqua Bank here locally in Seattle. Um, so if you're able to get pre-approved um, and have the income to sustain the monthly payments on a mortgage, um, basically, Loftium can come in to fund that down payment. Um, we're not trying to add any extra process on top of it, and you don't actually need any Airbnb hosting experience um, because we provide all of the software and setup package to get you up and going. Um, our hosts, uh, we've got new home buyers who have never hosted before um, up to Superhost within three months of starting Airbnb. Um, and that's a really exciting part for us. Wow. Yeah, that is. So, you know, you, you have to get pre-approved through your bank, correct? Yes. Yeah. Eventually, we want this to be everywhere with any bank. Um, but right now, we're starting with Umqua Bank. Right. That makes sense, obviously. So, uh, you know, I think it's really it's really cool, too, because I was reading on uh, your blog some of the articles, and there was an article on there talking about, you know, how somebody could actually get debt-free when buying a home using Loftium. And it really made me think that, you know, I, I think there are a lot of different ways that somebody could use this to their advantage. Can you walk us through, like, you know, how that might work? 
That's a great question. Um, yeah, most people think of walking as just the down payment, but um, if you had an extra $50,000, right, there's so many things that you can do to make homeownership more affordable. Um, some people use us for that straight down payment. Some people use us to cover um, the closing costs as well, because um, our requirement is that you only need 1% of the home value in your own funds. So if you're buying a you know, $700,000 house with Loftium, you actually only only need $7,000 of your own funds, and we can come in and cover all the down payment plus um, the closing costs for you also on that home purchase. Um, and then other people have gotten even more creative. So um, if they have you know, a car payment or remaining balance on student loans, and it's um, basically dragging down the amount that the bank is willing to approve for their mortgage, um, what they do is they will use lock-in funds for the down payment instead and take some of their own money and pay off those loans. So they end up being able to buy, um, you know, a home in a much nicer neighborhood, a neighborhood that they want, and they've paid off their car payment or student loans. So they're walking into this um, basically, you know, debt-free with a new home and with Loftium supporting an Airbnb passive income experience. Which is so cool. You know, I love that there's these different ways of thinking about home ownership and, you know, using something like Loftium to pay off maybe that more expensive debt and maybe position it, you know, in a little bit better way so that the home ownership debt, you know, might make more sense for them. Uh, I, I think that's a really cool way of thinking about it. I know I'm a bit biased, but honestly, I think I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a golden mountain doodle and she is full of spunk and fun and she's never met a ball she does not love. I honestly, I would do anything for Winnie and she has enriched my life so much. I can confidently say Winnie is absolutely one of the most priceless purchases I have ever made. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. In today's world, we insure a lot, from cars and homes to cell phones and even travel plans. But what about insurance for your cat or dog? With ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. This is what I call smart spending because, let's be real, those vet bills, they can be expensive. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program, they've been around for about 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure your pet's plan is unique as they are. Because vet bills, they can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. You use their app to submit a claim, and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTC Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. So tell me, what are your money goals that you have for this year? Maybe you're like me and endlessly looking for a house to buy and you're focused on saving for a down payment or you're drooling over traveling somewhere tropical this year and you want to save to pay for it. 
or you're ready to leave your job and build your own business. So you're going to need some startup funds. Whatever your goals are this year, Monarch can help you reach them. In fact, the Wall Street Journal named Monarch the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress towards financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. What I love about Monarch is its simple and easy customizable design, so the dashboard can look exactly the way you want it to. I'm also a big fan of creating custom budgets for things like travel. It's one of my favorite money tips, and Monarch lets you do this so easily. This is such a great way to stay motivated when you've got a lot of money goals. You can easily track your progress with every dollar that you save or spend. Remember, your brain loves to see progress, and you should celebrate it when you're saving money. And honestly, I am so focused on privacy, so I really admire that Monarch will never sell your data to third parties. This means a lot to me, and it should mean a lot to you as well. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of the show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I have to tell you about my new obsession, Notion, our sponsor today. Notion has single-handedly changed how I do life for the better. I use Notion for all my daily journaling so I can keep it all in one spot. I also keep all our favorite recipes that are budget-friendly in Notion so I can easily sort and find the ones I love and easily create fast grocery lists. And okay, one of the best uses of Notion, you can create a template for your money dates and track your goals right in Notion. Seriously, Notion is a game changer. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but really getting inspired. It's an AI-powered workspace. It turns knowledge into action. You can use Notion to summarize meeting notes and auto-generate action items, get answers to questions in minute, and you can make all of your money tasks so much easier. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, freelance designer, starting a new startup, a student juggling classes and clubs, or just somebody really wanting to get your life together. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters. Notion.com slash etm and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash etm. You know, when you when you thought of Loftium, what is kind of like your ideal client? What does that look like? Who is that person or those people? When we originally started Loftium, um, I thought the client would be just people like me, my co-founder, Adam, you know, our team, um, like millennial, late 20s, early 30s, um, <laughs> buyers in cities. Um, so we launched Loftium in Seattle in September. Um, and actually, the response has been pretty overwhelming and fairly diverse. Um, I think uh, a large number of people have been interested in this down payment product, not just, you know, first time home buyers. Um, you can 
can use Loftium if you're a second time buyer. Uh, we've had people kind of um, wanting to buy another place that's larger, but they don't want to give up their first home yet. Maybe they want to rent it out. Maybe they have parents that are going to move over to, to the city soon. Um, it kind of gives them flexibility. And we've had people in their uh, 40s and I think 50s um, with kids or even kids that have left the home um, that are achieving home ownership for the first time. Um, so it's it's definitely a pretty wide audience. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. Uh, so tell me a little bit about, all right, let's say we get approved, we get the $50,000. What are we doing or what are we agreeing to in exchange for that money? Yeah, um, so we structure Loftium in a way that um, you know, our team would want to use it, um, which is Loftium is not a loan. Um, you don't have to pay us back that 50000 at the end of the contract or time period, and we're not a co-owner in your home, so we're not on the title of your home. Um, you just agree to list a certain space in your home on Airbnb for 12 to 36 months max. Um, and we actually share the Airbnb income with you during that time while helping you manage it um, and kind of uh, maximize your revenue. So no matter how the home performs, um, you know, we stick to our bets. Um, so we predict that this home is going to generate this amount of revenue. We prepay that and then we share that income. Um, even if the home doesn't hit our revenue targets, you are not on the line. Um, that being said, you can't um, actively sabotage that income. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen some online commenters being like, oh, what if I, you know, um, I don't know, uh, have horrible decorations. Or <laughs> really um, so there is a minimum set of standards. Um, but as long as you're abiding by those, Lofting kind of takes on that risk. Yeah. So, you know, if you can't, for some reason, like rent out the room for a specific period of time, it doesn't necessarily like null and void the contract. Uh, it just... Exactly. As long as you're making honest attempt to, you know, continue to rent out your room, then, you know, the contract's still still void, right? Exactly. Yeah. And we use Airbnb because all you have to do is to list that room or mother-in-law unit or, you know, separate section of your house. All you have to do is keep that listing active and you will get bookings. Um, and we help you with the pricing and messaging um, so that, you know, um, there is this great experience without you having to do very much. What, yeah, which is great because I'm sure a lot of people are probably worried about, you know, the actual process of, of Airbnb what yeah. happens if, you know, let's say you want to go on vacation for a while, you know, and you and you don't want to rent out your room? What are the parameters around things like that? Yeah, um, so we give you um, eight freebie days per year that you can use to block out your room, whether it's because you want to go on vacation or have family or friends stay over, um, as well as, you know, your room's not going to be booked 100% of the time. The average occupancy is around 60 to 70%. So all the other nights where there's no one booked, um, it's really your house as well. Um, and you can block out additional nights as well. Um, you just have to kind of pay for those block nights, um, and we'll take it out of your split um, for that month. So once you get past that, you know, we said 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, whatever that that time period is for your contract, then uh, does Loftium then just kind of fall off from the Airbnb and you can decide, you know, what you want to do at that point? 
Exactly. Yeah. At the end of the contract, um, there's no payback. There's no continual obligation. Um, you really get to decide what to do. Um, so a lot of our early home buyers, um, you know, we launched in September and some of our kind of 12 month contract people are, um, almost halfway through. Um, and they've actually been really excited to continue Airbnb. So we, um, will let them continue to use the software for a very small fee, um, if they want to continue Airbnb. Oh, that's great. It's nice to hear that it's uh, it's working well already. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I Airbnb in my townhouse and um, I personally love it. Uh, I've already hosted over 200 guests. I'm a super host. Um, <laughs> and I, I basically live this like passive income lifestyle where my, my home pays for itself. So instead of having a mortgage I have to pay or rent I have to pay every month, um, you know, I'm able to lock in my payments. It doesn't increase over time. Um, and, you know, I have this income generating house. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that is amazing. And it's so, I think, fascinating to me that, you know, I mean, th- this is really the way that most, you know, successful businesses get started. But, you know, using yourself almost as a case study to see, you know, does this work or, you know, where where does it not work? You know, different situations like that. Uh, so are there certain, I mean, are you, are you only in Seattle right now? Or are there certain uh, areas where, you know, this, this wouldn't work for somebody? Yeah. Um, so we launched in just Seattle city limits in September. So now we expanded to the entire Puget Sound region. Um, so um, the areas around Seattle as well. Um, and our next step is we'll be um, hopefully opening up um, multiple markets um, at the kind of second half of this year. That's our goal. Um, so the more people that kind of sign up in other cities, that helps us know which cities we should go to next. Um, and there's a number of expensive markets like LA, you know, that um, a lot of people have been asking for. Yes, we need a lot of down payment help, uh, particularly in, in LA. These, it's just, it gets so expensive, you know, and, and talking about that, you know, what, what is sort of your overall, even just personal view of, you know, the future of down payment assistance for millennials, for younger generations? What do you think it's going to look like in the future? Yeah, um, you know, I don't think there's been very many down payment programs for um, like middle income people. Um, there are programs for lower income, um, you know, down payment assistance from nonprofits or states and cities. Um, but I think we're kind of the first down payment program that's really targeted at this millennial, like middle class, right? Normal people. Yes. <laughs> Um, and I think, uh, you know, uh, that, that is something that's more and more necessary because, um, homes used to be a lot cheaper. So affording a 20% down payment on a, you know, hundred thousand dollar house is obviously much easier than trying to do that on a 500,000 or 700,000 or million plus home. Um, so more and more just by the time that you're ready to buy a house, it's really difficult to accumulate, um, you know, like. $50,000, $100,000 of liquid cash that you can put for a down payment. Um, And a lot of millennials are wary of things like draining their entire 401k savings or like draining 
every single um, dollar that they've saved for a down payment. Um, so I, I really do believe that down payment programs are necessary um, to help people afford to buy a house at that time in life when they, they want to, um, rather than renting until you know they're in their 40s or 50s, um, you know, being able to do it now and, and accumulate all the financial benefits that come with home ownership. It is certainly, I think, such an exciting time for uh, companies like Loftium to be in the market right now and really to be providing this solution. This has been such an awesome discussion. Uh, let the listeners know where they can find out about Loftium and where they can, you know, input their information if they don't live in the in the Seattle area to, you know, find out uh, when you might be coming to their area. Yeah, and so you can sign up at loftium.com and um, everyone signs up in the same form um, and then just choose the city that you're in um, and we'll let you know when we're in your area. I don't really know a word other than innovative to describe what Loftium is doing. I mean, with the innovation of Airbnb and being able to use that to help you afford your down payment, I just think it's so cool. So now we're going to hear from Landed, a little bit different concept, but still with down payment assistance. So Landed is really for anybody out there listening to this podcast that works for a school. It typically doesn't have the high income that you need to be able to save for a full 20% down payment. That is where Landed comes in. So Alex, I'm excited to have you on this episode, uh, just like all the other trailblazers on this episode. Uh, Landed is really, as you say, on a mission to help essential professionals build financial security near the communities they serve. And I love that mission. I wish there were a lot more people, a lot more companies that were focused on helping people that maybe didn't have as much money for a down payment, but they wanted to still buy a home. Tell me a little bit about the landed story, you know, how this started and why you decided to focus on these types of professionals. Absolutely. Uh, well, first, thanks for having me on. It's uh, it's always an honor to get to, to chat about what we do. I love chatting about what we do. Um, so I, I think for, for our team, we come from a value set where we just believe in upholding the people who uphold the rest of us. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, ultimately, when you think about uh, the teachers and the folks who support teachers in the classroom, you think about first responders, police officers, um, civil servants, all these folks are absolutely essential for our society to run and our mm. economies to thrive. And they put their lives on the line, either literally or do make a lot of sacrifice uh, to to provide the service they provide. And for that, it's just logical to to all of us that we should be, you know, making sure that they're supported in their in their lives as well. And so, um, finding ways to build tools that help people do that, especially in their financial life um, is just something that can gra grab my attention, attention of my co-founders, uh, the imagination of us kind of while we were at business school. My, my partner and I met at business school uh, a few years ago, uh, and we're very interested in kind of as places become more expensive and it becomes harder and harder to um, work these jobs and have the lifestyle that you may want to have. Um, you, it's, it's logical that a lot of people are just going to keep leaving these professions. And if, as a result, what are, what are our societies going to look like? And so um, how do we build tools, build financial products that would help this particular demographic? We kind of started working out of, uh, out of the, the, the startup lab on mm -hmm. Stanford's campus and started asking around 
to our professors in particular, how the heck do they afford to live in a place like Palo Alto? Um, how do the, the people who work at a school like Stanford even afford this? And we just we stumbled upon the fact that Stanford itself has products for people who want to try to buy homes, has products mm. for people trying to figure out how to, um, you know, ha- have security over the roof over their head, but also enter into one of the um, the best ways to build uh, wealth. And we said, well, heck, if Stanford can do this, a really big institution with a lot of money and with a staff that can actually help their staff find housing and 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 use uh, shared equity as a way to uh, address the down payment issue. Why don't we bring that to other people? Why don't we build a down payment product that helps the average person trying to, um, you know, average teacher trying to stay in this district that they teach at? And we'll find help find the capital. We will help do all the coordination necessary to provide a, the similar type of support. So um, it was pretty, you know, pretty simple in that way. Just recognizing there's something that was working in a micro scale. How do we how do we bring that uh, to a, to a broader audience? Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a son of a fourth grade school teacher, and yeah. I was a social worker, and I uh, saw, you know, I was very wealthy in the sense of love and um, you know and support, but we weren't so much on the monetary side. So I know the strain that that can bring, but also know that when you are able to own a, uh, own a house, it can do wonders. My, my grandmother passed away um, and, and left her house to my family. And that was a, you know, so we were very, very lucky to be able to have that. And that changed the trajectory for my, my parents and my life, sent my brother and I to college, you know, allowed my parents to support family members through hard times. And so I know that that tool is really, really valuable to turning around people's lives. And so it just, it, it may, it, it, there's so many different elements here that make sense to try to figure out how to provide the tools that will, you know, help people have this, this, this support in the future. And why do you think that, you know, a company like this hasn't been started before? Do you think it's just kind of, we're in the right climate, we're in the right climate with technology and um, that this is sort of the right time? I mean, shared equity as a, as a tool has been around for a little bit, not too long. It's relatively new, but there are some great companies out there who have um, similar products on the market. And um, there are institutions like cities, like the city of San Francisco that have has created a similar um, product down payment support through equity sharing um, that, uh, you know, are, are, are really, really helpful. So I think we're, in a lot of ways, we're building on um, the work uh, of the giants before us. But I think uh, in particular right now, cities in the cities where we focus, places of, um, you know, of, of, of strong, strong economies where a lot of people need and want to live, um, that where land prices continue to go up and up, we're just at a point, kind of a crisis point where people recognize that it is just um, unsustainable, completely unsustainable. Uh, with the direction of uh, house, home, home prices and housing. So I think it's a, one part just the moment we're in is forcing these solutions to exist. In moments of desperation comes some of our best inspiration. But there's also, uh, there's also the fact that they, these tools have, especially shared equity, has kind of started to come to fruition. Some of the other products that are out there we just see as not being ideal and could be improved upon a little bit. And we've found a way to improve upon that specifically working with uh, matching the people who want to help a certain type of home buyer with those home buyers who want to help educators because of their influence in the classroom with the educators that could use the help. 
um, you know, doing things in a slightly different way allows us to offer a product that's just slightly better, um, that uh, speaks to the people that we work with uh, at this particular moment in time. And so uh, I think, yes, everything is about timing and everything is about learning from the past and then finding ways to um, make it just a little bit better so that it's something that people will actually use. Yeah, I love it. I, I I just think it's it's just, you know, I mean, I bought a house um uh, many years ago. I've sold that house now, but you know, there there weren't programs like this around. Um, you know, there was nothing innovative. You just had to save your money or borrow money from mom and dad and that yep. was pretty yep. much, you know, your only options. Um yep. and, you know, I mean, in a, a market like LA, San Francisco, New York, you know, all of those those big ticket markets, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's hard enough to live even if you were just, you know, renting, but let alone, you know, you want to buy someplace and you're looking at having to save, you know, even 10% down. Um, right. And it, it's it's a lot of money. And, and, you know, you end up putting a lot of goals on hold, things that maybe right. you should be doing because, you know, you think buying buying the house is, is what you need to do, but you just, there's just not enough money to go around. Yeah. Yep. And I, you're totally right. And I think like any startup, we are, we've had to start someplace and we want to hope, we, we hope to continue to build, to go to new frontiers. I think you hit the nail on the head that it's, um, that, you know, I, there's two parts of affordability when you want to think about it. There's a part of just kind of how do I live month to month? Can I afford rent? And then there's a part of, okay, if I at all can get to that point, how do I save fast enough or how do I build up um, equity so that I can enter into something like home ownership and be an owner of where I live. And obviously we focus on the latter, um, but there are lots of problems with the former. There are lots of problems across the housing spectrum, whether it be uh, ownership or it be renting. Um, and that's part of why we just see our work as being like one tool in the toolkit, one yeah. you know piece of the puzzle. It's not solving all the issues and it's not, no one organization or company is going to solve all the issues, but we do a lot of work to try to um, have relationships with the, that entire spectrum of solutions. The, you know, our product is um, s- still only able to support a certain uh, group of people. We're able to support people who have been able to save at least some money themselves. They've got to have skin in the game, and that's the only way that our banking partners will, you know, will partner up with us. And so they've got to have some savings. They've got to make sure that their um, debt to income ratio is in a point where they're um, not already swimming in debt. They've got to be able to make enough to actually service a mortgage, right? And so all those all those kind of requirements mean that there's still a whole lot of people we're not able to serve. And so I think one of my hopes is that with the, with the success of Landed, we'll be able to continue to bring on new partners, especially lending partners that help us build even you know di- di- more diverse sets of um, financial tools that help a larger range of people. Um, but you know there are a lot of people for whom this tool is very helpful today, and we want to start somewhere. And we want if we can help even that next you know that next educator decide to stay in the classroom and stay in the profession instead of going to a, another profession where they're paid more or have to leave their you know city altogether. Uh, that's a huge win for us, and we're really really happy to be doing that right now. But there's a there's so much more that we'll need to do to make sure that housing and the option for ownership um, is available no matter where you are in the uh, wealth building cycle. Hi, NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast will give you practical knowledge you can use to level up your finances. 
I'm Sean Piles, and every week I sit down with NerdWallet's expert nerds to answer your money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. You'll learn how to manage your investments, understand your credit score and your tax bills, get pro tips for organizing your expenses and putting more money into your savings, and a whole lot more. Weekly financial check-ins with Smart Money can help you spend more time doing what matters and less time worrying about whether you're on track to meet your money goals. You'll get the clarity that you need to make smart money decisions with confidence so you don't lose out on what money can do for you. Plus, we keep our episodes short and sweet so you can get smart about personal finance faster than you can say high-yield savings account. Smart Money is the smartest way to get even smarter about your money. So listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also follow the show to download new episodes as they become available for free. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast soon. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. This is Chris Christensen from the Amateur Traveler podcast. The Amateur Traveler podcast is about the love of travel. It's about where to go and why you should go there. We're going to open up to you different destinations you haven't heard of or places you have heard of but things you didn't know to do while you were there. Each episode is about 45 minutes long and it's typically an interview with someone who wrote the guidebook on that destination or who has been there or who's a local tour guide or someone who is an expert on that destination and knows how to tell you what to do to get the most out of your precious vacation time. So if you value your vacation time and you want to use it wisely, listen to Amateur Traveler and learn about destinations both domestic and international, places you've heard of and places you haven't. Amateur Traveler has almost 900 episodes talking about different destinations. So if there's a place you want to go, odds are we've already covered it and can help you plan a trip there. Amateur Traveler, subscribe today. Yeah, so walk us through a little bit. I mean, you touched on it a little bit, um, but walk us through kind of the, the process, you know, if someone decides they want to uh, work with landed. What does that look like? So an educator in um, an expensive place, it could be anywhere from the Bay Area to LA to Seattle to New York, Denver, etc. Um, they'll go on to landed.com and sign up and speak to one of our 
our team team members who will kind of walk them through what land it is. And then oftentimes, first time home buyers, we also are walking people through what the heck home buying is versus even renting, um, because you need to kind of get a sense and a grounding in that before you can understand what and how landed works. And in that conversation, we'll explain that um, what landed does is help people get to a standard 20% down payment um, by covering part of that 20% that you need to have as a down payment. Um, and the reason 20% is really powerful is because it um, lowers the monthly costs of ownership because A, you have to borrow less money from the bank, and two, you don't have to pay for things like private and mortgage insurance um, when, as you would if you took out an even larger mortgage. And so for a lot of people, this is the way that home ownership is more attractive and is, is even possible in the first place. And so if we can get people to that 20%, um, then, then they're off to the races. And so if somebody will come to us, they'll say, hey, I've been able to, I've been diligently saving, um, uh, I've gotten to 10%, but to get to get a whole another 10% is going to be impossible. There's no way. That's where we come in and we say, great, uh, as landed, we can provide the other 10% of the money you need up front. Um, and then you get to find the house that you want. You live in the house and whenever you're ready to sell or you decide, hey, I, I want to get out of this arrangement with landed, um, you can do so uh, by refinancing. And at that point in time, whatever appreciation there is in the home. So if the home's value went from $500,000 to $600,000 in value, then you'll share in part of that appreciation with the landed. You'll share 25% of that growth. So if the house went up by $100,000, you'll owe landed back whatever down payment support we gave you in the beginning plus 25% of that appreciation. Um, and if the house went down in value, exactly the same situation, we you'd owe back whatever we, you originally gave, uh, you got from landed for down payment support minus the part of the loss of the value of the home. And so um, in that way, it's a shared investment. It's a partnership rather than kind of a debt uh, relationship where you would have a fixed interest rate paying out on a monthly basis. Um, and no matter what happens in the market, you're paying that that amount. It's this This relationship is totally dependent on what happens in the market and you can share in the burden of loss as well as um, share in the opportunity of gain. And what type of, you know, we talked about, we talked about teachers, obviously, but what other types of professions might uh, landed be appropriate for? Well, right now, it's not just teachers we work with. We work with anybody who works for a public school um, or school district. And the, the, the money that to do that comes from um, in, impact investors. Um, the biggest one that we've partnered with so far is the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, who um, are really excited about the opportunity to address teacher attrition um, in this particular way that that that, that teachers are um, impacted um, by high costs of living. Uh, so, you know, educators and teachers are are one category of folks. We've um, been approached by people who are really excited about helping to retain first responders, your firefighters, firefighters, your police, um, police folks, um, and nurses, people who work uh, at hospitals, as well as civil servants. I mean, all these people are folks who, um, in many situations, may kind of barely be make, getting by just by paying rent, mm -hmm. and therefore aren't able to save you know, fast enough to to get to a point of being a have the down payment to be a homeowner. And we want to kind of be that help that missing middle, help those folks who are making too much to qualify for straight up. Um, you know, government support, but not making nearly enough to uh, buy in the open market. How do you kind of address that missing middle so that we can all uh, 
all still have the, 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 the societies that we want. Interesting. Yeah, I love it. So what do you think, um, not that you have a crystal ball, but what do you think, you know, the future is going to look like for things like down payment assistant? Do you think that that programs like yours are just going to keep evolving and more and more people are going to be able to have access to something like this? I think shared equity is going to be a, a major tool of how people buy their home in the first place and potentially are owners indefinitely. I think, um, I have a vision and a desire to be a shareholder of the house that I own rather than being the only, um, basically the, the mortgage holder on a home. I feel like if I can take some of my money, put it into the home that I have and have other people, um, share in that investment, I'm totally fine with it. So long as I still have control of the roof over my head. And so if I can have that control, but can spread out my investment, um, then I, it will be better off because I'll be able to take the money that would otherwise go into just one, one home and, and, and invest it into many different things. And I think that that's both something that I would want for the long run, but also it's just practical as a stair step into ownership. I mean, it's, it is just nuts to go from being a renter um, to having to have upwards of $200,000 to buy an average priced home in the Bay area. Um, and then you're, and then you're expected to pay on a, uh, you know, a $800,000 mortgage to own this million dollar asset. It just doesn't really make it, it's like going from zero to a thousand miles an hour when there is a there's a much kind of healthier way of, of, of graduating to that. And so I think we've seen that type of gradient change that, you know, rather than having just zero and one being able to have gradients in between, we've seen that um, change in so many other sectors, uh, especially uh, where technology has really um, change the, the whole paradigm. It, it just doesn't exist for home buying. And it doesn't exist in a lot of aspects of wealth building in our current economy. And so I think as our generation, the millennial generation um, continues to grow up and, and, and have resources and needs, we, we need different tools than well, the way our parents bought a home. And I think it'll be, it, it, you know, the, the biggest enemy to, to this right now is the fact that our parents didn't buy their homes this way. <laughs> and so there's no, it's hard to get the advice from, mm-hmm. from, from the former, from, from people you trust around it. And so um, just getting people to comfortable with the fact that, hey, we, we got to try something new uh, to make this work, um, you know, is, is one of the hardest, the biggest challenges. But I think, I think things are changing as, you know, times get more and more, uh, more and more desperate. Yeah, this is this is so exciting. I love all this. So tell the listeners where they can go to find out more information. Landed.com, L-A-N-D-E-D.com and um, sign up and we'll we'll be in touch. So the last company we're talking to is Unison and a lot like Landed, they have a very similar concept, except with Unison, it is for anybody with any career to be able to afford leverage somebody else's money to afford your down payment. Unison is a really unique company that I think is reinventing or what you like to say pioneering, you know, the down payment process for people who want to buy a home. And, you know, let's face it, in markets like LA, New York, San Francisco, all those places, you know, it's a it's a steep price for entry. Tell us a little bit about what makes your company so unique. Well, I think I'm going to answer that in two ways. I think, one, we need to set sort of the expectation of why this is going on, right? I think over the past three, five years or so, the down payment has been a substantial issue for a lot of first-time home buyers. Uh, the first-time home buyer right now is putting down on average 6%. 
And what that what that means is they are always borrowing 90% plus for that mortgage. So I'm sure, uh, as I saw some of it on your podcast, there is we're always talking about debt. So what our financing and the uniqueness around this is it it's not debt. It's a form of an equity investment in the property right alongside that home buyer. So they're able to only have to borrow 80%, which is sort of that gold standard in the lending industry. So make sure that you're paying the best interest rate, you're not having to pay mortgage insurance, and you're setting yourself up for financial success. You're not earmarking so much of your household income to one asset, meaning that home. So our program really is designed to help lower the amount that the home buyer has to borrow you know, and giving them the opportunity to then earmark dollars for other really important things in their life, like education, paying back some of that student loan debt that's, you know, hampering a lot of first-time home buyers, but also in the saving for retirement or maybe their kids' college education. We free up dollars for them and provide financial flexibility that debt simply can't do. And I think that's such a great point because, you know, especially in certain markets, you know, saving 20% for a down payment. I mean, it could take you years and years and years. And during that time period, you could be putting lots of other goals on hold. And so having a company that comes in as a partner, um, and we'll talk a little bit about, you know, what those variables look like, but but you're right, you're able to have a little bit more control, a little bit more power over your money and definitely some options. Right. And, and that's that's the beauty of this is for the first time, the home buyer or homeowner has access to financing that doesn't come with a monthly payment, the typical debt only solutions that are out there. And and that really is what we're addressing is for the longest time, and we saw this in the crisis, is that, well, to attack the housing accessibility slash affordability issues, the solutions in the marketplace were simply, well, let's let people borrow more money. Well, we're not going to require 20% down. We're only going to require 10% down. Then it became 5%, then three, and then two, and then one. And then ultimately there were loans that were out there that were 0% financed. Well, that's just not sustainable with the amount of debt that most people are coming into a large purchase like a home today. And we allow people to then sit comfortably right there, that 20% or more mark, whatever they want to use our financing for. And then, as you said, I mean, it's very important today to look at all the other uncontrollable costs that you as a homeowner or renter are going to have to deal with. And paying back of debt is one huge one, as well as setting yourself up for retirement and in the future. So who would be, you know, kind of the optimal fit for one of these types of loans? Is there a certain type of person that you can say, you know, if if you're in this market or if you're in this situation, you'd be a good fit? Or is it really universal? It Our client base is on all, all aspects of the spectrum. And I'll, I'll tell a couple of stories. One is, I guess, the typical person that, you know, you would look at this and go, I need to put 20% down. I live in San Francisco. The average house here is to say a million dollars. That means I need to put down $200,000 probably just to qualify for an $800,000 mortgage because of how much money I make. So you may have five, six, seven, eight, 10%. We can come in and backfill that other half for you. So now you're putting down the 20%. But on the whole, a lot of uh, a lot of our clients are really using us to keep more cash on hand because they know that they have other uncontrollable costs that are out there. So they may have the 20% to put down and they're using or electing to hold on to that cash 
for the rainy day, if you will. So that's one, you know, one sure. bucket that, that people sort of fit into. And I think th- there's another group that's coming out that we've seen quite a bit here in the last six months are people that are looking to not have to uh, liquidate stock assets or a 401k or other things that they're looking to put more money down so they can qualify for that mortgage. A lot of people are using us in lieu of having to liquidate a 401k or having to sell stocks as well. So there really really isn't a sort of cookie cutter answer to that question because we provide ultimate flexibility depending on the unique the unique financial situation that you're in. Yeah, and it's important for, you know, people to look at all the different options because you like you said, you know, many people either pull money out of their 401k or liquidate stock and all of those have financial consequences to them. Uh, they can be hefty in in some terms. Uh, sometimes the borrowing rates from 401k can be really steep. And if you leave the job, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough road to pay that money back fast. Uh, you know, so I think it's, it's really imperative for people to have options. And I think this gives them another option for them to at least explore and figure out, you know, whether it's a fit. And I know you position yourself, you know, as a partner with a homeowner, but let's walk through some of the variables. You know, what does it look like in terms of, you know, someone gets, you know, the down payment assistance, what happens, you know, when they sell their house? What if they sell it for less than uh, what they purchased it for? What are some of those those variables look like? So uh, we'll just walk through, say, a 10%, 10% down situation Perfect. where the home, the homeowner or the home buyer in this case is coming in, they have 10% of their own equity in the form of the down payment. We come in on the other side and we also have 10% down in the form of a down payment. When that gets presented to the lender, they're looking at this as a 80% loan-to-value mortgage that they are going to have to service, right? So in that situation, uh, the mechanics of the deal are very simple, is that while we're both putting in half of the down payment, the consumer, the home buyer, the homeowner is going to take 65% of the change in value of the home. So if the home is purchased at a million dollars and then sold down the road for $1.1 million, we both would share in that change in value, that $100,000 change in value, not the purchase price, not that million, but just the 100,000. So it's 65% for the home owner, 35% for Unison. Now, but there are two other situations that could occur. If the home was to not go up in value and say you sold it five years from now and it's still a million dollars, possibly that could happen. We both simply get our initial investment back. Both of us get that that $100,000 that we put into the deal. And then as there is a third situation, the home actually goes down in value, where in that situation, it's 65% for the home owner, 35% us, we would share in that loss okay. as well. Sure. So it, it, it's up me, uh, up static or down, it's still the 65-35, that split remains in, in the situation outside of the fact if the home was to be sold for no price gain or price loss. Got it. Got it. So, you know, if, I, if I'm the consumer and I'm thinking about this, you know, what are some of the, the cons that I should be aware of? Is for, for the home buyer or homeowner, if they're looking at, at their home as the major source of their retirement, it's going to make them uncomfortable to share in any of that change in value, right? That appreciation that they're banking on. So that's the one thing that we always sort of like to highlight is if if you're really looking at that home as a source or the major source for your retirement, 
that's something you need to look at and you need to consider. You need to go talk to your financial advisor and make sure that that's the appropriate plan for you. We always like to say you need to diversify. We talked about 401ks and, and other retirement style accounts. We always try to uh, educate our consumers on the need for diversification, right? Don't put all of your eggs in one basket, if you will. And I think a lot of people have realized because of the volatility of what happened a decade ago on, on homes is that you shouldn't put all of your money into a single asset. Please so, don't. <laughs> you know, please don't. You, you're talking about it all the time, but we see it often the case that that's one of the things that a lot of post folks will come back to us. It's like, well, I don't want to share in the appreciation of this home because it's, it's something that it's an investment. Well, there's your difference, right? If, if it's a home, it's an investment. You know, if it's a home, it's something that's near and dear to you. A house is an investment. And, and there's that difference, I think, for a lot of people as they sort of have to look through what the, the purchase means to them and what are they looking to accomplish long-term with their finances. So we see a lot of people taking the stance of that this is an investment. This is the roof over my head. I need to be able to be sure, 100% sure, that I can manage that monthly payment, the, the debt part of this, securely while still maintaining my quality of life, my retirement, funding of 529 for my kids, and everything else, healthcare costs, and everything else that goes along with owning a home, right? And that's certainly where we provide the greatest value for our clients, is that we provide ultimate flexibility because we allow them to keep more cash on hand, as I described earlier. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's, it's such a you know, I'm almost here thinking, you know, why didn't somebody think of this sooner? You know, it's such an innovative concept. And yet, um, you know, something because it's incredibly hard. And 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 perhaps that's I can sort of address that is that for the first time, there has been the introduction of a new style of finance within U.S. residential real estate. So that means that we have had to go through all the acronyms, your FHFAs, the HUDs, the CFPBs, all of the different regulatory agencies that look at financing within residential real estate. And we've gone through that. This is in itself a new category of finance. So uh, as we know, government can move slowly at times. and it, <laughs> it takes quite a bit sometimes to actually get this pr to progress through the financial services arena. So they have been working on this since late 2004. Of course, there was a crisis that occurred in 2007 that, that held up the process. But coming out of that in 2012, we were able to bring this to the consumer. And we've been now available since 2012 through all price points. So this is something that you can do in the conforming arena with the GSEs. You can do this in jumbo. You can do it with a 15-year, a 30-year. It works in combination fluidly now with any style of debt financing on the other side. And that's important to realize for the consumer that's that's listening to this right now is this financing still works in combination with traditional financing. You still have to qualify. You still have to have the good credit score. You still need to have the, the appropriate debt to income ratios. All that still is in place. We just simply make it a little bit easier for you, the consumer, to be able to have that financial flexibility long term as you go to buy that house. Yeah, well this like you said, I mean this is this is an exciting time. I'm happy that all the all the variables have come together because I think this is 
Um, definitely the future of, of home buying, definitely the future of, of a lot of big purchases that people are trying to figure out how in the world can I afford these. So tell the listeners where they can go to find out more information. Well, there, there are two things I'd like to answer that with is that this isn't something that we're taking lightly. We know the challenges and hurdles of down payment and saving for the down payment. So we actually are attacking this two ways. One, with the programs that we offer right now, but also we're looking to create a down payment movement. We're trying to get with people like you, financial writers, personal finance bloggers, to actually put the spotlight on this and give people that sense of hope that you can do this. So we're creating a down payment movement. You can find a little bit more information about that at downpaymentmovement.com. But if you're more interested in the programs that Unison does offer, it's simple. Just go to unison.com. That's U-N-I-S-O-N.com. And you can see both the Unison Home Buyer Program as well as the Unison Home Owner Program on that website. All right. So there you go. Three companies offering three very different approaches and yet the same end result, helping you be able to afford that down payment so that you can actually buy your house. And not that a a house is necessarily the end-all be-all for everybody. I hope that you know, if you've listened to some of the back catalog of episodes that you've heard me say that, that buying a home makes sense for a lot of people, but it may not make sense for you right now. Uh, You know, this might not be the right time for you, but I think hearing about these companies will allow you to be able to think beyond your own bank account, think beyond your finances, especially in those markets where buying a house is really, really expensive. As always, you can find the links to all of these companies mentioned, as well as links to our awesome sponsors, ZipRecruiter and Beachbody On Demand in our show notes, as well as a link to the survey where you can share your own money story with us. If you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes to leave us a five-star review. 